0: Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon.
1: We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids. And this podcast, we like to ask each other three questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's something that's on the forefront of your mind?
0: So this is your chance to eavesdrop in on us as we have this conversation. So why don't you kick us off? What is something that brought you joy this week?
1: Something I didn't expect to be joyful. Our daughter became a driver.
0: Yes, she just got her permit yeah. last week.
1: Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I could be completely transparent, I was really nervous about this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Our Me too. oldest has his license now, mm-hmm. which is super exciting., uh, but different personality, different set of skills. And I was nervous, and she totally proved me wrong. Mm-hmm. Took her yeah. out driving last night for the first time. She was a rock star. She did amazing.
0: That's so great. That's I That's really good news. <laughs> I know.
1: I lived to tell the tale. I enjoyed the experience. It was not a fearful experience. Good. Like it wasn't. It just, it just wasn't. She did far greater than I thought she would.
0: I remember those first few times driving with our oldest, and... That was a new level of, of scary.
1: It was. I'm trying to think through this. Like, was I less scared now because she did that much better or because, well, we've already played this game, mm-hmm. right?
0: <laughs> you're, you're already used to taking that huge risk every time you get in the vehicle.
1: <laughs> My life has been in the hands <laughs> of a teenager. <laughs> so <laughs> Getting used to it, I guess. I don't know. No, she did wonderful. It was great. So what's something that's brought you Joy.
0: Well speaking of driving, we were driving home on the Fourth of July. Yep. Around nine PM. And just as we were pulling into the city, it had gotten dark enough and everyone started shooting off their fireworks.
1: Like everyone.
0: And so as we're driving through our our hometown, it was beautiful. Mm. It was just celebration after celebration after celebration. And it felt so good (laughs) there. You know, you need that patriotic American feeling sometimes and just be like, this is where I live. And Mm. it's a beautiful thing that we Mm. do have this country and that we do have the freedoms that we have. And I needed to celebrate that. Yeah, I think we all needed to celebrate that. And if blowing off fireworks helps us, then (laughs) let's do it. And they did. I mean, it was just everywhere. It was like, you know, like surround sound, only it's not sound. Well, it is sort of, I guess. Some
1: kabooming going on. Yeah. I hear that because citywide celebrations had been limited this year. Uh, Firework, like individual fireworks sales were like quadrupled this summer.
0: I didn't buy any this year. Did you?
1: Didn't have to. The neighborhood was going bananas. (laughs)
0: We we got to our street. It was like a fog. It was so smoky. It was really foggy. Everyone had been shooting off their fireworks. It was great. I loved it. And and that's a beautiful time to be driving.
1: It is. Yeah. No it, bugs. Well,
0: You're nice and warm, climate controlled, and you get to see everybody's
1: fireworks. You could. I was driving. Yeah,
0: that did make me nervous. I mean, you talk about teenage drivers how about like this guy who's excited about watching the fireworks and he's right. supposed to be watching the road i tried to keep my eyes on the road <laughs> what's something that's been hard for you this week
1: well like you said we were visiting uh, friends and family in minnesota over the fourth which was great it was wonderful but with minnesota comes a lot of mosquitoes mm And Mm. we moved away from Minnesota. It's been not even four years yet. And I've come to the realization that we've been spoiled because we can't handle, I I can't handle the mosquitoes anymore.
0: No, I am a wimp.
1: Yeah, me too. A wimp. I can admit that. I don't like them. And I don't think you need to like them. (laughs) I think you're right. It was really hard. (laughs) Like trying to keep my cool in front of the kids. Right. Now let's go, guys. (laughs)
0: We did go for our walk in the morning.
1: Yeah, we did. And
0: that was better.
1: It was. But yeah, right after the sun sets, it was brutal.
0: Yeah, get inside.
1: Mm -hmm. Seek shelter. Yep, Mm -hmm. we're wimps. All right. So what's something that's been hard for you this week?
0: I've been studying so much this week in the book of Philippians because I have this great opportunity to teach the women of our church, um, this weekly Bible study that we're doing in July, going Mm -hmm. through Philippians.
1: And you've been really excited about this. I
0: am so excited. I love it. And and one thing that I love, I mean, really the biggest part of teaching that I love is the studying beforehand because it, Mm -hmm. it pushes me, it drives me to study scripture at a deeper level, and um, probably at a faster pace than I would on my own. Because
1: you're forced to. You got a class to teach. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but there's a weight of responsibility because it's God's word. Hmm. I don't want to misrepresent it. I don't want to pretend or make it say something that it's not intended to say. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really struggling, honestly, because the first phrase in that chapter that I'm assigned Mm -hmm. is an if-then statement. Okay. And you can use an if-then statement in two different ways. So you can use it Looking backwards at what you just had said. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, in this case, you know, the Philippians have been granted this belief in Christ and are now suffering. So we could say if that is happening, then this is how they should respond. If right. Then, it's like sure. a cause and effect. So if mm-hmm. it rains, then I will bring an umbrella. That's sort of a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it could be argument like a gentle like argument presenting a case so sort of like since there is encouragement in christ Hmm. then you should act this way or or respond this way or live this way so i i see this Uh. happening i do this all the time when like our kids will get birthday presents or something like Mm -hmm. wasn't that nice of grandma to give you that gift what should you say you know like <laughs> kind of pushing that like if this happened then you should do this so so making oh, that okay. that argument so if someone gives you a present then you should say thank you right
1: mm-hmm. so if this or if that you're kind of wondering if you should look forward or backwards to yeah. get the proper context yeah okay sure yeah
0: and so i'm not really sure which one it is because i i just honestly have no idea oh okay And maybe it doesn't matter. Um, And I'm just hung up on this and I just need to get past the first (laughs) phrase in the whole chapter. You know, but I'm like, I'm like hung up there. And uh, I don't know which one it is. Maybe it's both.
1: I don't know. I don't know. You've got some time to figure it out. Mm -hmm. If you can't figure it out, just admit that. That's fine. Yeah, I'll say this, that I really, really appreciate that you are taking this seriously. You want to get it right. You feel the heaviness of responsibility to get this right and not just dismiss it and, and go the easy route and just, yeah, fine, whatever. Like You're taking it seriously, and I, I think that's very good and very noble.
0: Well, thank you. and And I want to do well by these women, and yeah. I want to... Honor the Lord, first of all, mm-hmm. and the opportunity that he's given me, but serve my church well and, and the women in it. I don't know. I think there's something, too, about just being honest with the struggle of even Bible study. Like, I don't yeah. have all the answers. Here's where I looked. And I looked at a whole bunch of really great commentaries by theologians that I respect. And they all had different opinions on this. Mm. So I know it's not just me that's struggling through it. I mean, I I read a bunch of different things. I was like, well, I I still don't know. Mm. So I think of a revelation study that I did years ago. The Bible teacher on that one, she just presented Every possible option. Because Revelation's a different case, right? It's written in figurative language, and so we don't really know. I mean, it could just be lots of different things. There
1: are so many different interpretations of Revelation.
0: And so she just presented all of them and kind of just said, here's where I land. This is what I think about it. But I could be wrong. Sure. (laughs) So... Um, I don't know. So just trying to be honest and true to the text and just say, you know, it could mean this. It could mean that. It could mean both. In any event, I don't want to draw any conclusions about what God was trying to say or what Paul was trying to say if I'm not totally sure Mm -hmm. or convinced.
1: Yeah. And there are things we can be sure about. And if we're not, well... Thankfully,
0: this isn't like a big doctrinal issue. It's kind of like Jesus saved you, so how do you live? Or it's Jesus encouraged you, so how do you live? There's not that big of a...
1: You're struggling through (laughs) it, and by definition of the word struggle, that means you're putting forth effort.
0: Mm, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, that's my rambling on the hard this week. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) (laughs) what's been on the forefront of your mind this week?
1: Oh, my car broke, which was really sad. I love my car. It's old though. It's got uh, what is 241,000 miles on it. We're really trying to get our money's worth out of this thing. I'm
0: pretty sure that we have gotten our money's worth.
1: Years ago, right? So, I had a friend over and he saw he saw the car and he said, "You know that you know that I used to rebuild Priuses, right?" Oh my goodness. So, he had me order the parts and mm-hmm. I took the car over to his place and we worked on it together.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: And by we, I mean he, because I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing at all, like at all.
0: You're not um, a mechanical I'm not. Person.
1: And here's the thing. So really great friend. I was kind of off to the side, not knowing what to do. He's just going to town. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't. And I was feeling really useless, right? Because I'm not, I'm not really pitching in. I'm not really helping. And uh, there were a few times where I dropped something or I, I did something incorrectly. Like, ah. Uh, sorry i'm not very good at this and what a good friend he just matter-of-factly said that's all right you're not supposed to be good at this you're supposed to be good at other things and you are Hmm. it's like wow okay well that was very freeing actually Mm -hmm. but the learning didn't stop there this good friend his name's jonathan and as he's working on my car He's explaining what he's doing, which is great, because who knows if Oliver start rebuilding Priuses. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But, you know, he's like, you know, I'm going to torque this. And, you know, it's, it's just physics. It's just physics. And he said, the neat thing about physics is Jesus created it. Physics belonged to Jesus. And uh, at one point in, in the process, too, he was using gravity to his advantage. Mm-hmm. He said, by the way, gravity... Also, Jesus's idea. <laughs> and then he's looking at gravity. He's like, think think for a second about gravity. It's constant. It's consistent. It's always drawing us in. And then I realized like, okay, he's fixing a car. He's also worshiping because he's acknowledging and praising God for uh, for his character that he's seen even while fixing a car. It was just remarkable to me. And I I couldn't help but think about uh, this verse from Romans, Romans Mm -hmm. 1. For what can be known about God, I'm going to paraphrase here. Sure. What can be known about God is plain to us because God has shown it to us. His invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. Even a Prius, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Physics. Gravity; these are things that God created, and it all points to His characteristics. I mean, isn't that amazing? That
0: is amazing.
1: So I learned a lot from my friend. He fixed my car, which I'm very <laughs> grateful for. Uh, but that was, that was, uh, that was really eye opening. Right. And now I'm, I find myself like just looking around, trying to be more observant,
0: more worshipful, more in your worshipful, daily yeah. things.
1: Yeah, like on my way to work, you're just noticing things. It's like, yep, I can see God in that. I can see his character in uh, in all these new things now. So it's just awesome.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. What a good friend.
1: Yeah. So what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind?
0: Maintenance. I have been thinking a lot about maintenance.
1: Going beyond the Prius, which, by the way, is due for some more maintenance.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's kind of what sparked it is... All these things that just keep coming up and you could balance that with repairs or are we spending so much on repairs because we're not maintaining well?
1: Oh, oh, I
0: guess I'm wondering that. Hmm. So I've been thinking a lot about that. Should we be better at maintenance? And the answer is Yes,
1: I should definitely be better
0: at maintenance, but I don't know how or, or what right. I need to do. So I've been thinking a lot about that, and and here's what I have for you. Here's a little a gift for you. Okay. It is a quote from Teddy Roosevelt.
1: You are kidding me right now. I am
0: not. I'm quoting Teddy Roosevelt.
1: Forefront Podcast, and Christina, not Adam, is the one quoting Teddy Roosevelt.
0: He says, <laughs> I wish to preach... Not the doctrine of ignoble ease, but the doctrine of a strenuous life.
1: Yeah. Mm. Teddy.
0: Thanks, Teddy. Thanks, Teddy. And I'm going to raise you one. <laughs> I just quoted Teddy Roosevelt, and now here it comes. Are you ready? What do you got? A Ben Franklin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are so good to me.
0: <laughs> so Ben says, it is easier to build two fireplaces than to provide wood for one. And that's like that's the issue I'm having, right, is like I could go out and just buy everything new and just like throw away, throw away, throw away all the old stuff. Right. I don't think that's the best use of money or our resources or a time. But so just learning to work well and, and live that strenuous life, like Teddy said, and how do I maintain a good maintenance? Oh, there we go. Maintain a maintenance schedule. Mm. I need that you know I have a good friend who she's so good at maintenance she has like a, a calendar of like it's the first of the month so I do this and it's the second so I do this and she has like all these oh, wow. you know chores that don't need to be done on a daily basis but just these things that need to be up kept and and she does them but I I don't hmm. unless your mom's coming to visit. Then I do everything.
1: Oh, having guests over <laughs> really pushes you to get things done.
0: I'm totally motivated by these external sources. I've already said that on the podcast before. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm externally motivated, apparently. So trying to come up with ways to motivate myself to get these maintenance things in order. So if you have any tips... Visit us at ForefrontPodcast.com and and shoot me your ideas because we need a maintenance schedule around here. (laughs)
1: I'll call my mom. You coming over?
0: Then we have to do all the work all (laughs) at once.
1: All of it. So this was kind of sparked by a, a book that my dad actually gave us over the 4th of July.
0: Yeah, it's called Created for Work. It's a great book. It's a good topic, but it just kind of like it's one of those books that holds a mirror up to your face and you're like, oh... Yeah, I'm not good at that.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm not good at maintenance.
1: Sure, where we could be getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we should. And we should. Well, this has been Forefront Podcast with Adam and Christina Hannon. Thank you so much for listening.